It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome in to another edition of the Fly the W podcast. I'm Dustin Rhodes, executive producer of the Mully and Haw Show on 670 The Score. The guys are on from 530 till 10 a.m. now. I take the way from 5 to 530. And I'm always joined by my buddy, Crawley. Crawley, happy 4th of July to you. Hope you and the family are enjoying a little barbecue, maybe a little beverage, and uh, hopefully some fireworks. Absolutely all of the above. And speaking of fireworks, boy, we weren't expecting this from, uh, if you could have guessed before the series started, the Cubs taking two out of three from the Red Sox. Pretty darn impressive. Pretty darn impressive. Two out of three, Crowley. This is season one. It is episode 12. We're calling this one Boston Beatdown. And hey, two out of three ain't bad. I don't know if it was Meatloaf who coined that phrase. I know Joe Madden liked to borrow it as, as well. We started recording this right after the Cubs fell in extra innings in game three we'll get to that one in a few minutes but right off the bat Crowley Friday afternoon the Cubs got their first chance to face off against the Red Sox let's take everybody through it and give our thoughts on how that one went down yeah I was there and I gotta tell you always weird to see Rich Hill I remember him when he came up with the Cubs and uh in 2007 he was an integral part of that playoff run um but Adrian Sampson versus Rich Hill, it was an interesting matchup, but I barely was in my seat when in the top of the first, Jared Duran uh, hits a solo home run and the Cubs are down one nothing early. And then in the top of the second, uh, Trevor Story reaches on an error by Patrick Wisdom, Frenchie Cordero singles, Christian Vasquez walks, the bases are loaded, no outs. So Sampson's in some real trouble, but uh, you know Jackie Bradley Jr. Uh, hits a double, clears the bases, Cubs are down four nothing already in the top of the seventh but then Samson settles down he gets out of the inning without giving up any more runs and he's going to look good the rest of the way out now in the bottom of the fifth PJ Higgins is going to walk Nelson Velasquez triples the Cubs trail four to one Simmons flies out Morrell grounds out uh after that so after the Velasquez triple uh when the Morrell grounds out he's uh, Velasquez scores the Cubs are down four two at that point, uh, Contreras walks, half singles, Wisdom's hit by pitch, and Hill is pulled, and he has to leave the game because of a knee injury, so he's replaced by uh, Tyler Dinesh. He gets an uh, opportunity to um, warm up, but pincher, pinch hitter Rafael Ortega draws a walk with the bases loaded. Contreras scores, and the Cubs are only down 4-3. to three. So that takes us to the top of the six. Cubs are down 4-3, to three, and Verdugo lines out to start the inning. Story singles. Uh, Brandon Hughes replaces Adrian Sampson, and Sampson once again looks impressive. 5.1 innings. He gave up eight hits, five runs. Four of those are in one walk and four Ks. But again, after the second inning, he really settled down and kept the Cubs in it. Uh, Brandon Hughes is going to come into the game. Frenchie Cordero strikes out. There's two outs. Christian Velasquez singles. Story goes to second. Rob Rensford walks, and the bases are loaded. Jared, uh, Jaron Duran, who singles, and that will score Story. 
but a huge play. Uh, Rafael Ortega throws Christian Vasquez out at home. And so that, that could have been way worse. And so the Cubs at this point trail 5-3, which takes us to the bottom of the six. Higgins strikes out. Velasquez flies out. You got two outs. Andrelton Simmons walks. And then Christopher Morrell homers. The place is rocking. The game's tied at five. That is three straight games with a home run for Christopher Morrell. Uh, the inning's not even over. Wilson walks, half doubles, wisdom walks. There's a wild pitch by Jake Diekman, which allows Contreras to score, and the Cubs take a 6-5 to five lead. The bullpen did a great job. You had Brennan Hughes, who we talked about, Scott Efros, Chris Martin, and Dave Robertson closes it out. So they go 3.2 innings, three hits, zero runs, one walk, and five Ks. So the Cubs take game one. Yeah, that was a great, great day. And, you know, you started out telling the story about how you were at the game. I almost sent you a text and told you to get the heck out of Wrigley when they got down 4 nothing really fast. I'm like, oh, Crowley did it again. But the bullpen was fantastic, as you just mentioned. Christopher Morrell, oh, unbelievable. That place had to have been going absolute. Were you in the bleachers that day? I was in the bleachers. They, they were rocking. It was just such a great crowd. I mean, the Boston fans and the Cub fans, everybody was cool with each other. There was, you know, Red Sox fans represented well at Wrigley. But, yeah, it was it was a good back-and-forth game, and, and the Cubs end up winning and flying the W. So it was awesome. Absolutely. So game one's in the books. Cubs win 6-5. to five. That was awesome. Game two, under the lights, national television audience. And Alec Mills, who I said I didn't want to see start for the Cubs again, did in fact start for the Cubs again, Crowley, in game number two. Well, abbreviated start. Alec Mills versus <laughs> Josh Winkowski. Mills uh, gives up a one-out double to Rafael Devers, and his day is done. He leaves with an injured back. So out of the bullpen comes Mark Leiter Jr. He comes in and pitches 5.1 innings, gives up three hits, one run, one walk, and five Ks. So absolutely came through clutch when the Cubs needed him. And then offensively in the bottom of the second, Patrick Wisdom singles. He advances to uh, second by on a throwing ear by uh, third baseman Rafael Devers. Nico singles on a bunt, and Wisdom scores on an air by the pitcher Josh Winkowski. So because of that, the Cubs are up one nothing. Uh, Gomes grounds out, moving Nico to third. And then Narciso Cook, uh, he gets a sacrifice fly, and the Cubs are up 2 nothing. Now top of the six, Jackie Bradley Jr. doubles, Duran singles. There's runners at the corners. Devers grounds into a double play, which allows Jackie Bradley Jr. to score, and the Cubs lead 2-1. Bottom of the eighth, Tanner Houck comes into the game, and with one out, Contreras singles. Nelson Velasquez replaces Wilson as a pinch runner. He steals second. Hap strikes out. Velasquez gets to third on a wild pitch, and Wisdom singles. Velasquez scores. The Cubs lead three to nothing. David Robertson closes it out in the ninth after giving off a leadoff double. So that was the second save for David Robertson. But the real news, other than the Cubs taking two, uh, game, two of the first game, three games out of Boston, was what Josh Winkowski had to say about Wrigley Field. Here's some rookie pitcher, right? And he's asked about Wrigley, and he says, uh, a little underwhelming. Fenway has a presence to it. I really didn't get that here. To be honest, I said to my mom last night, this place is very stock standard. Now that uh, did not go over very well. I mean, underwhelming. I, I mean, you just talked about what it was like in the bleachers when uh, they hit the home run, right? The two-run home run by 
Christopher Morrell, and you said how great the Red Sox fans were. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I mean, that game, Saturday night's game, was not a rocking kind of a game per se, but the place was packed. There were over 40,000 people in there. I don't know what he's talking about. I'm assuming you, I've been to Fenway a couple times. You've been, Crowley? I have not, no. You've not been. So I will say this. I won't say that it's just eh, but I was underwhelmed by Fenway Park. I mean, it's nice. It's cool. There's some history, but there are no, I mean, even before Wrigley did their whole facelift, there are no creatures of comforts at Fenway Park. And the seats are very, very small, and they're set in, an, in a way where they don't face the action. You know, like the seat should be tilted to the left a little bit your seat home, these are like straight plane, right? yeah th- these are like straight on like they there is no there is no little turn of the seat it's so bizarre so you have to sit like sideways anyway just to see and if you got any kind of hips or rear end to you so yeah i mean again it's a rookie pitcher what does he know i, I mean that that's just about the dumbest thing i've ever seen in my life yeah, you know he's calling his mommy and and you know what you took the l buddy you, you pitched a decent game nothing nothing great i wasn't overwhelmed by what he had Um, but to say that Wrigley is stock standard is just, it's a joke. And, uh, you know, I remember, uh, listening, uh, to a lot of great, whether it was Harry Carey, you know, just talk about the magic and beauty of Wrigley field. It's something everybody knows. It's why they're on TV so often in these national broadcast games. And so it it just was such a ridiculous comment in my opinion. I didn't see many people on social media probably have this guy's back at all. I I mean, not even like people out of Boston. No, nobody, nobody had this guy's back. And I saw David Ross after the game, just kind of laugh it off as well. Like, okay, you know, whatever, you know, he's got a long, (laughs) he's got a long way to go. What does he know? Right. Uh, You know, you know, with the new change in the CBA and maybe the Cubs playing Boston a little bit more often, he may come back. He may definitely get some blue, some booze from the Boobirds. Yeah, he will definitely get some booze from the Boobirds. There's no doubt about that. All right, so with that win, Crowley, there was two W's in a row, and that's the Cubs taking their third straight series, which leads us into game number three. It just ended a little bit ago. Crowley and I are recording this for you on 4th of July weekend, right after the game on Sunday afternoon. So we got into Sunday's game, and I got a text from a couple people like, hey, you know, I know you, you were happy they won too, but let's go for the sweep. And I thought, you know what? Why not? Let's go for the, the sweep. Keegan Thompson's on the hill. How did this one play out, Crowley? Four-plus yeah. hours of baseball at Wrigley Field today. Yeah, you, you're looking at it, and you're saying, all right, Keegan is starting, feel good, against Connor Siebold, who's struggled uh, unfortunately, it really wasn't the Cubs' day, especially offensively. In the bottom of the first, uh, Rafael Ortega doubles, Wilson Contreras singles, and the Cubs are up one nothing. Keegan was giving up a lot of hits, but a lot of the hits that he gave up were infield singles that were barely hit off the bat, and just he just got babbit to death, unfortunately. And that's where things happen in the top of the fourth. Um, Alex uh, Verdugo singles to Wisdom, so that's an infield single right there. Velasquez singles to wisdom again. So two guys reach on infield singles. 
There's a wild pitch on Keegan. Um, what ends up happening is Verdugo moves to third. Rob Rens, uh, fighter strikes out. Frenchy Cordell singles on a pop-up. And again, the fact this is called a single, I don't get it. But Morel lost the ball in the sun. It was an easy pop-up. And that allowed Verdugo to score. And Vasquez gets to the second. And the game is tied at one. Bobby Dahlbeck singles. Vasquez gets to third. Cordero to second. Jaron Duran walks. Vasquez to third. But in the whole situation here, you're talking about a 37-pitch fourth inning. Two infield singles, a ball that's lost in the sun. Uh, it, it Swarmer's going to have to come and re- replace Keegan Thompson. So after that fourth inning, the Red Sox are up 2-1 to one on the Cubs. And Crowley, and- really quick, that, that's what was so disappointing, right, is the fact that it took him like 87 pitches to get out of the fourth inning. Too many yeah, pitches. Too many walks, too-, too many pitches, and, and obviously too many extra opportunities for the Red Sox. Right, and that's where you really need your defense to come up big, and, and unfortunately they didn't, and that's why you have Keegan uh, out of the game early. And and the bullpen once again, remember it was the bullpen that was struggling for a while. They, there was a stretch where they were just awful. You know, they looked good all weekend, and they, they kept the Red Sox off the board after that. In the bottom of the eighth, Patrick Wisdom knocked down by a pitch, you know, almost gets beaned, and then he comes back and hits a mammoth home run to center to tie the game once 450 again, happy feet. 450 happy feet. Wrigley's excited, but, it, you know, we get into the 10th, and in comes Rowan Wick again, which, uh, you know, we talked about this on the last episode. Was, mm-hmm. Wouldn't be who I chose out of the bullpen, but at this point, the bullpen's been pretty used up. You had, you know, pretty taxed. So uh, Wick comes into the game, and, and with the runner at second, we have that rule in. Vasquez grounds out. Perdugo, who is the runner at second, goes to third. Bradley Jr. walks. Frenchie Cordero grounds, uh, hits a ground ball to Wisdom, and the throw goes home. They get Verdugo out. And so the Cubs have an opportunity to sweep and walk it off at the bottom of the 10th. Doesn't happen, unfortunately. And in the top of the 11th, Arroyo walks. Uh, Duran strikes out singing. Dever flies out to center. It looks like Wick is going to get out of this with two outs. Trevor Story hits another infield ground ball. It's in between uh, Wicks and... PJ Higgins who was catching and you know, you, you know, hindsight's 2020 Higgins should have called off wick wick called off Higgins. So wick gets the ball and he throws it over to the Reynolds tarp and two run score and the Cubs lose four to two. So the Cubs lose four to two, but let's go back to that play at the end. It also on the replay, it wasn't Bodie was in at first base at that point. Is that right? Mm-hmm. There wasn't much of a, it didn't look like he knew what he was doing either. I mean, he was barely at the bag. There was no target. He and Wick just literally just whipped the ball into like nothing. It was just a bizarre way for that game to end. But hey, Cubs take two out of three. They get the W. But did you agree with me? Something was up at first base as well. Well, the other issue that that Ron Coomer, who's just done such a great job on 670 The Score Broadcasting Cubs fans, brings up is that uh, Trevor Story was way inside of the line. So you're supposed to leave the runners and a pathway to throw to, and he's on the wrong side of the line. And I don't know if David Ross asked for a challenge. I haven't heard of the post-game comments just yet because we recorded right after the game. But that was something else, too, is that it, it's hard to but make was, that throw. He was out of challenges at that point, too, right? He's out of challenges, I think. But you can request a challenge in extras. Oh, you can. Okay. 
So that that's my understanding of well, that's the rule. That's a good point I can by Ron. Check it, but 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 is that you know the video room? Yeah. Somebody should have said. Now the umpires don't have to grant you that, but you can say, hey, can you look at this for us? And that can happen. Gotcha. But all right. So like we said, two out of three ain't bad. Two out of three ain't bad. Not bad at all. I was in the just don't please get swept, and then I was taking out the broom. So season one, episode twelve, Boston beat down. You're listening.